And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. It's a man out! A man out! Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Movie Madhouse. Yay! Holy crap, who gave him Valium? Valium or volume? Oh, because I sang last time. Oh! Welcome to the Movie Madhouse. I'm sorry, I was enunciating. No. You know what it is? You know what it is? Because uh, Mr. Smith has been on hiatus from podcasting, I've needed to find a new podcast. No. Jack Thomas Smith was on the last podcast. No. That's right. Mr. Kevin and all his many pods that I'm addicted to. Now, I started listening, and I went right back to the first one of this uh, Welcome to Night Vale. I love Welcome to Night Vale. It's this, like, fake radio, community radio program Uh uh, for this town called Night Vale where all sorts of strange oddities happen. There's mysterious men in hoods. They open a new dog park, but no one's allowed to go to the dog park. You're not allowed to look at the dog park. You're not allowed to take your dog to the dog park. Only the hooded figures can go to the dog park, and you're not allowed to look at the dog, the, the hooded figures. And yeah, it's we got one of those here in Chatham, Little <laughs> yep. Thames Valley. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's the faceless old woman who lives in your closet. <laughs> it's just it's, it's a bizarre little show, but the 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 announcer on it, he's just he's very monotone and serious, and yeah, it's I think maybe that's just rubbing off on me a bit. All right, all right, we'll have to go with that. Okay, so alrighty. Hi, welcome to nap time. <laughs> <laughs> this is the movie the nap time. Nap time matters. And sit back and enjoy, and close your eyes, and we'll take you to a magical place of movies and madness and fun, fun <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> I think I'm turning the podcast off. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> is this house haunted? Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> Simple enough. Rob's not listening. Yeah. Well, well, I'm listening. Oh, he's just oh. not contributing. That's uh, all. That, see, there's a difference. Yes. Okay. Well, I figured I'm, I'm shut off till the list is done. Oh. <laughs> well, I have a quick the list, list. is very short. I have a really quick list. Nothing. Mm-hmm. What? What? I've been busy. Autumn Bohort and me and you will get into that. And you're you're tied into this as well. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't want to be tied into nothing. Uh, it, doesn't you guys are around. Doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't matter what you want. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I saw two documentaries. <laughs> I've been watching documentaries lately. Oh, okay. I did watch something. Sorry. What you watch? Uh, the season premiere of Sons of Anarchy. Oh, yes. Oh, did that start last week? It did. Oh, and I still can't God. believe they killed Jax in the first No episode. kidding. Uh, you know, Damn I it. did watch it. it was Someone awesome. passed me a rag. I got to clean off my mixing board. <laughs> <laughs> Sun started. <laughs> wow, they killed that. And what else? Uh, um, Happy and Juice, or Lovers. No, no, Tig. Oh, Tig. That's right. That's right. Okay. I do have... Spoiler! Everybody, everybody listening to the show has seen this show. If they haven't, tough, tough. Happy open a daycare next to the ice cream shop. No, that wouldn't be the bad of an idea. <laughs> but I can see that. My question is, why the hell isn't Juice on the East Coast? 
Because he's stupid. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, because if what went down went down, I sure as hell would not be sticking around in no. that town. You mean when the president of the club says, you betrayed me? Hey, yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I have to go. And if, oh, and if, if, if and in any way possible, if anything comes out, that they know that Juice was there <laughs> in that house. Well, A, if they find out how it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Not that Juice was there. They might actually appreciate Juice for what he did for his mom. Yeah. Theoretically. Mm, uh, yeah. Uh, but other I, than that, uh, I still got a, uh, a week left side. Yeah. It just dropped off. Yeah. Uh, check your connections, Chief. Jason broke it. Probably. I didn't touch it on him. <sighs> he looked at it. Anyways. Um, all right. Yeah, so if your left side drops you, it's, it's you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's your phone or radio or whatever you're listening to us on. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah they they might like him for the fact that he protected Jax's mom. But, but above and beyond that, it's Gemma that really needs to watch where she talks and who she talks. And yeah. I, I did not know where they were going when she was talking to that guy at the bar. Oh. Mr. I, Asian Target Man? Yeah. I didn't realize that's where they were going. She is starting a war. Yep. And she doesn't even know it. Oh, she knows it. No. Oh, left side's back. So you, we just fixed your equipment. Okay. Yes. <laughs> no, she doesn't know that, 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 that she's starting the war. That? She just did that to cover her own ass. Oh, she knows it's starting a war. No, I don't think she does. Because the whole how episode, can she not know that she's not? She's. I don't think she know. She realizes just how thing, how dicey things are with. No, them. no, 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 no. When this is Gemma. Yeah, she knows exactly what's going on. Okay, Gemma says that she is not saying anything to protect Jax from losing his mother, but in reality, she is saving her own ass. Right, and that's okay. what I took from that. But I don't think she realized by pointing him out. When you have a sit down with the head of the Chinese, okay, then you whack one of his target, one of the Chinese as somebody that killed your son's wife. You don't think you're starting a war? I I just I don't know. I, I I don't think she realized it. I don't. I think that was just coincidence. I don't think she realized how important that meeting was with the Chinese. I don't. I didn't see that. You let's pretend that Jax and Lynn are you know buddy buddy kissy huggy okay. You target. Oh, it's still going to cause friction. I get that. I don't think she realizes friction how much. Okay, the friction is going to be when the firing pins hit the primer, igniting the, <laughs> the gunpowder, and the friction of the slug leaving the jacket as it flies down the barrel and riddles streets full of people. That's friction. See, nice description. Yeah. <laughs> Causing friction is insulting someone. It's, you know, bumping them off the highway with your car and they're on the motorcycle. That can cause friction. <laughs> okay? Torching a man for two hours and then shoving a fork in his head causes more than friction. And getting blood on chip cigarette. No kidding. Oh. He had to throw that out. That was, <laughs> the look on his face. Yeah, that was, I like that little bit. Yeah. That was nice. And that rendition of Bohemian Rhapsody oh, was so yes. haunting. Exactly. That was a good one. Exactly. So, yes, if you have not seen the, the first episode of Sons, yeah. 
our our bastardized rendition of the ending doesn't do it justice. Not oh. at all. No. So. Not at <laughs> all. Just, just prepared to have your socks knocked off. Right out of the gate. Yes. The show starts with him beating the crap out of somebody in prison. Yep. Right? Carving a swastika on his chest. Yep. Or belly, actually. And, and then, then ripping out two of his teeth. I can still hear that cringe. And then, by hand, he presents them to Marilyn Manson. That, yeah. I hardly recognized him. Yeah. Okay, here's a little bit. Did you guys see Malcolm Jamal Warner? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I missed him. I I saw, I saw the name his, in the credits, I, and then I caught him. I that's caught what face. I did. I saw the name in the credits. Oh, Malcolm Jamal Warner. And then it flew right by me. Yeah. So. Oh, it does. Because, honestly, I, I read all about Bohemian Rhapsody, redone, blah, blah, blah. The show started. It's like drool coming out of my face. I forgot everything I read. <laughs> so it starts playing, and it's like, ooh, that's good. Oh, crap. Yeah, I read about that. <laughs> I know. Theo. Mr. Huxtable's going to be really pissed. <laughs> yep. He is uh, a bastard. The number two for uh, what group was that? Uh, the Bastards. The uh, Lost Bastards? The Lost Bastards? Something like that. Dirty Bastards? Dirty Bastards. Dirty Bastards. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Inglorious? No. Mm, I didn't see Brad Pitt. No. 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 Or the so. Bear Jew? The Bear Jew. <laughs> hey, Donnie. <laughs> no, didn't see him either. Uh, that's what I said. It came up because. Uh, Eli Roth is just fresh. I read a, I was reading an article in a Rue Morgue magazine. It's a horror magazine mm-hmm. talking about Roth's uh, Green Inferno oh, cannibal yes. movie. I want to see that. I do too. So, Jason, mm, I don't know. Don't care. <laughs> no, it's you're going to see it anyway. I'll probably, I probably will eventually. I know you will. Uh, we'll make you. Hey. <laughs> oh. Okay. It'll be like, Jason, Whoa. come on over. We're having a view and review of a Kevin Smith movie. Yeah. <laughs> Damn <Yes>. it. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> Sit on the couch. Put on this strap. <laughs> ah, no. no. We don't want you. Uh, Pry his eyes open yep. like clockwork orange. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Uh, watch. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to do that anyway. <laughs> hey, do you, get, do you sell rope and tie-down straps at uh, Home Depot? Aisle 13. <laughs> Why does he know that? I know. <laughs> I we used to work in freight. I put just about everything away at least once in that place. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. So yes, Suns is back and it was awesome. Well here, watch this. I got this cool little tool I'm gonna use on Jason. <laughs> Maybe. Loading. Loading. Yep. Ah! Yeah, I totally spoiled that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's try it again. Here, Jason, hold still. You ah! stupid computer. <sighs> Your Foley artist is fired. Yes. Sadly, <laughs> it's me. You know, I have now this I won't get a paycheck. Button app on my phone. It's all oh, sorts sure, of sound works. effects. It probably worked better than Probably. Oh. Well, you're trying to get a job? Maybe. <laughs> Look at that. Well. Yeah, that's all I got. Oh, yeah, left side went out. You watched, <laughs> you watched some documentaries. What the hell is going on? Yes, I did. I watched one called Fast, Cheap, and Out of Control by mm-hmm. Errol Morris. Okay. And basically, other than the left side not working, it is all about four people in different jobs. One person's a lion tamer. Another one's a robotic expert. A uh, third person 
works in like a, a robotic lines. Uh, no, uh, no, he builds <laughs> robots. Uh, <laughs> robots. That's right. Robots. I don't know where I was going with that. Another guy's a gardener, and I can't remember what the fourth person was. Human cannonball. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. But he has it all mixed together, and he's like the interviews. When you're hearing one person talk about their job, he's got footage of another job, and it works. And then you find out they're all the same guy. Da, da, da. Thank you, Bill. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's back. And then I also watched one called, uh, oh my God, what's it called? Grey Garden, which was boring as hell, but very cool. Uh, it was like watching a found footage film. Yay. It's about two people, the aunt and cousin of Jackie O. Oh. Okay. This is, it was filmed in 75, and they live in Long Island in their, in their house, the mansion they've had forever that's falling apart. And they are nuttier than fruitcakes, these two. Oh, my God. It's an hour and a half, and it only feels like three hours. Oh, nice. <laughs> you are basically just dropped into their life. You know, there's no questions. It's not one-on-one. It's just filming. Oh, so it's just a dude with a camera? Two dudes, the uh, the Maisel brothers. Just okay. walking around with the camera? Yeah, one's got the camera, the other one's got the boom mic, and they're just taping. You know, every once in a while you hear the odd question get thrown out, but they're just taping these two women. And they are... They put the fun in dysfunctional, okay? Let's just put it that way. Oh, uh, yes. That shit crazy. Awesome. And I'm sorry, I did watch one more. Uh, the Queen of Versailles. And you also filmed one more. Oh, I did film one more. That's right. Well, I half filmed it. Wow. We'll get to that one in a second. Yeah, okay. Queen of Versailles is actually really good. It is about... The Queen of Versailles. What the frack is his name now? He is the guy that... Oh, David Sigler. Okay. He basically made Timeshare. Oh. Okay. Well, they started this out. Okay. You have problems with Timeshare? Yeah. First 20 minutes of this movie, you're watching them. You know, they're buying Rolls Royces and all that. They're building the world's largest, sorry, not the world, but the largest house in America. 90,000 square feet. Holy they're shit. calling it Versailles. It's not finished. Okay, but they're, they're in there laying it out and the whole bit. Then about 20 minutes into it, they talk about the Dow Jones fall. I think it was in 08. Yeah. Right? Where it just plummeted. Yeah. No more backing. So he even says at one point, he goes, usually you watch rags to riches, and this is more like a riches to rags because they almost lose everything. Like even at the very end, they have to auction off Versailles. Oh, no. I know. It was for sale for $75 (laughs) Let me check petty cash here. Hey, it's bigger than the White House. But the White House isn't that big. And it's got a full-size baseball diamond that doubles as a parking lot. And we didn't burn that one down like we burned the White House down. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, Dave. Sorry. 1812, baby. (laughs) (laughs) But it was good. That's why it's the White House. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. wonder what it would be called if we didn't. The non-White House? Yes, because that's what they called it before. (laughs) (laughs) The house that the president lives in? There's the non-White House. Why don't you call it the Blue House? It's blue. No, 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 no. It's the non-White House. (laughs) Why do you... Why why white? Oh, just a hunch. (laughs) Wait a minute. Oh, no, I better not go there. (laughs) There are some lines even I won't cross. (laughs) But yes, as uh, Mike mentioned, we started filming a documentary on the SCA. Society for Creative Anachronisms. Yes. So what's the name of your documentary? It's a documentary on the Society for Creative <laughs> Anachronisms. <laughs> That's a creative title. Hey, 
<laughs> I'm all about original. Yeah. <laughs> so there was uh, an event on Saturday in Windsor. Yeah. The Autumn Bohort. There we go. And I went down and filmed some of the combat going on. Yeah. So you had a, well, a dozen fighters. Is that what it worked out to be? Roughly? Mm, yeah, or eight. Or eight. <laughs> I don't remember. No, I think it, it was a small number, but it was yeah. it was good. And this is it, it, it was a fight practice, and so there was prizes at the end for the at the tournament. And I can't remember the night's name from Hamilton who won it. Uh, Sir Winner. Sir Winner. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, there there was a there was actually a, uh, more knights there than I re- originally thought. There was two. There's three. Three? Yes. They told me two. I lied. No, they lied. No. I I miscalculated on the one belt. Really? Yeah, the one guy had a wide... Well, if it's not big and shiny, you just don't get uh, it as a belt, right? No, no, no. <laughs> it, it, was, it was a kidney belt, but it was the white one. Knights wear white. Yeah, Only. he needs something with metal that says wrestling. Yeah. Then yeah. he recognizes the belts. Exactly. <laughs> And only the one that's on his waist. Ah, uh, it's the only one that counts, right? That's right. Yes. Didn't weren't you supposed to film Hurt's Journey? Yeah, did. did. Filmed that that night. Okay. How'd it go? Good. It's just B-roll footage. Ah! And uh, <laughs> sounds like the soundboard. <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, no. This is just a YouTube. I was looking for a screen. Oh. It was all B-roll footage, just uh, stuff that's going to go behind and over voiceover. Okay. That went really well. This Saturday, we're filming the final scene before the voiceover, and uh, then we'll be pretty much ready to put it together. Cool. (laughs) Yes. Something we thought would never happen. (laughs) From the ashes. I said it it was was a... That left dropped off again. But, um, yeah, I don't... There was not a whole lot of people had a whole lot of confidence in that ever getting uh, finished up. Oh, I know. That new direction, it sounds like uh, it's going to be the nice best twist. way to go. Yeah. Yep. Are we going to have to start calling you Shyamalan? No. It's a twist. No, no, no. Because my movies will be good. <laughs> 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 Omitting the, the seventh sign, of course, or sixth sense, of course. Seventh Sign. Sixth Sign was a different movie. Eh, one with the number in it. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Sixth Sense, but past that, they get kind of iffy. I totally screwed myself with that movie. Why? Sixth Sense. For some reason, when I got the, the when I rented the movie, I decided to watch the special features first. Oh, you oh. dodo head! Yeah. <clears throat> well, just tell me how it ends, and then I'll watch it. That's about <laughs> it. So, that was a gigantic mistake. But what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Who knew? Everybody that watched it. Exactly. I, but I hadn't watched it. And you I hadn't watched it. bonus features before the I actual flick. do whatever I want. And then you paid for it. I wouldn't say I paid for it. It ruined probably the only... Good show. The crowd's happy. Oh, Why are you pumping in WWE crowd cheer sound effects? He's missing. He's missing the soundboard. That's what it is. Oh, is that what it is? Hold, I just meant for a, a yay, and then I saw this. It's like, oh, I gotta play this one. <laughs> <laughs> so this how is, long is that? Holy cow! Three minutes and twenty-eight seconds of cheering. 
So all they do for that is they get the ring announcer to stand in the middle of the ring before the cameras come on. Yep. Everybody, I need you to be loud and crazy. Go rah for as long as you and can. And they just loop it. And then they just loop it. <laughs> Sorry to give everybody a little peek behind the curtain as to how that worked. Okay. Did you watch anything else? That's like a minute into it. And it's still just noise. It sounds like static more than anything. It is. Anyways. So I got a short list this week. <laughs> hey. 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 This is more interesting. <laughs> so hurtful. <laughs> so hurtful. So I finished my uh, Guy Ritchie uh, triple feature there with uh, Snatch. Oh, 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 the left back. Brad Pitt as the Pikey. Yeah, Just, oh, that's the that's the best one of the three, hands down. So yeah. it depends. What are the other two? Rock and Roller and Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. Yeah, it is. But yeah, just Brad the Pitt. Only one can just watch Brad Pitt as the Pikey. All day long. Yep. He needs, you can't he needs, understand him, but you can watch him. You know, just, make, <laughs> just make a Pikey movie. And although uh, Donovan Jack O'Shea might have a problem with that, right? Spoilers. Nope. <gasps> <laughs> Holy shit! Just <laughs> hey, I totally forgot. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was dead. Shut up. In your own words. <laughs> no, something's gonna be dead. <laughs> wow. I, I apologize, Mr. O'Shea. Please don't hurt me. <laughs> or have Mikey hurt me or whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot of guys in that locker room that could hurt me. All of them. Yes, exactly. Pretty much. I think we're going to ruin this both your ones. microphone privileges. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, it's> <laughs> Um oh, So hurtful. What have I ever done? <laughs> <laughs> Even I'm not buying that one. <laughs> Open the floodgates there. Uh, uh, that'd be a whole other show of me just listing the offenses. Holy cow. Offenses? Well, for lack of a better term, offenses. <laughs> okay. Um, I uh, watched, uh, my boys watched it and they loved it. This uh, comedy series off HBO called Silicon Valley. Never heard of it. Does it have to do with boobs? No. Then it's useless. It's about uh, programmers. <laughs> Yep. That are developing the new, the next big program thing. The IT crowd? But it's supposed to be... No, no. It's... I want boobs. It's supposed to be... It's considered one of the funniest new shows out there. <laughs> and it was pretty damn funny. Considered by who? Um, a lot of people who watch television on a regular basis. And oh. play with technical toys. Oh, technical oh it's toys. got a lot of that. <laughs> See? It's got a lot of that computer geek humor in there. But it's it was pretty damn funny and crazy, and it's HBO, so they get away with a lot more. Okay. So yeah, it, it's it's a fun series. So if you, if you want some more geek humor besides your Big Bang, this is one to check out. Big Bang, what's that? Big Bang Theory, you know, little show has been around for a few years. What? Yeah. No never, ringing a bell. Never heard of it. Guy says Bazinga. You know. Ordering a game. It's Clue. Big Clue. Bang Theory Clue. Oh, really? Geez. Who betrayed Sheldon? Oh, jeez. Everybody. <laughs> yep. It's got all the rooms and then all the different characters, uh, Wallowitz and Leonard, and those are the characters. Sheldon's not there, obviously, because he's Mr. Body. Yeah. But then you have to pick the room and the offense, and it's got Erase the Whiteboard. <laughs> um, it's got Stain the Cushion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ordering it. <coughs> what else? I... Uh, Watched one that you guys heralded back in the day, World War Z. I finally watched it. Yeah. 
What'd you think of that super de duper, super efficient uh, airplane? Yeah, that, they did try to cover it. I noticed a little bit by saying, "Oh, we desperately need gas," but they can't, yes, they can't get the zombies. <laughs> but yeah, given that, yeah. There's no way a plane's going to fly that far in one day. Wow. Wicked zombie pile up, though, on the wall. Oh, that, yeah. Yes. That, it's almost like a water effect with mm-hmm. them going up the wall and then when they're going down the alleys of the, the, the city, you know? Amazing effect. Yep. The only thing that kind of bugged me, I don't know, it felt, the whole story felt a little rushed. Well, I don't considering know, just, they reshot the whole thing. What do you mean? They, they had stuff in the can, then they scrapped it and they went back and redid it. Really? Yeah. Wonder why? They didn't like it. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I just and it and it, it diverges from the book a great deal. That's somebody told me that. So I'd be interested to see if they try to do a sequel or something that maybe embellishes that more. But, well, there's nothing that comes after Zed. So yeah, true. World War One. They already did Double that. Z, you know. Z A. Yeah. A. That's the Canadian version. Yes. World War Z, eh? <laughs> World War Z. Well, <laughs> when it ended, it was in Nova Scotia. Wow. There we go. See? Oh, yeah. And all the zombies get... just chase him down there. They want going to get a case you know? of Keith's. Mm-hmm. Drink some real beer. Yep. <laughs> and um, oh, I've been, I've been uh, chewing back through the, the show Chuck, getting through the fourth season, oh, yeah. trying to finish that. Linda, ha- Linda Hamilton's in there now. Yeah. And there was the obligatory Terminator reference in there of with that come with course. me if you want to live. Of course. Uh, just, yeah, I, I just groan loudly. Well, it's, it, it, Schwarzenegger or Hamilton showing anything, you're going to get a Terminator yeah. reference. Yeah. Which movie had the reference in it? It was come with me if you don't want to die. I don't know. I can't remember. Maybe it was Wreck-It Ralph. Probably. Maybe, yeah. I don't remember. Oh, well. And the last thing on my list is a rewatched, and it's been a long time, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> and right off the bat, there was something that I did not know. I did not realize how many llamas were involved in the making of that flick. Of course. Did you pay attention to those credits? Man, those credits are fun. How can you not? But How can you make a movie about the Holy Grail and not have llamas in it? Oh, there was a ton of llamas involved. Mm-hmm. Goes without saying. Apparently, but, it has to be said. Still an incredibly, incredibly funny movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, it's a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the holy hand grenade of India. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just great movie. And then the heroes were miraculously saved when the illustrator had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love Monty Python. Oh, I yeah. love it. I'm still kicking myself for not going to see the... Uh, the Python thing at the uh, the theater. Oh, yeah, last month. The simulcast yeah. through uh, the O2. I was thinking of that, too. Yeah. But it should uh, it should see a, a DVD home release at some point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll be out there. Yeah. But just just to see the last live show yeah. live, that would have been, been something, yes. <sighs> well, I oh. pulled up something really cool here. Oh, what you got? The 30 Greatest Sons of Anarchy Moments. <laughs> <laughs> wow, look at that image. Yep. Number 30 is when Juice murders Miles in season four. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. You can even see, you see the, the bullet hole coming out the back of the head. That's cool. Number 29 is when uh, the Irish kidnap Abel. <sighs> oh. Spoilers. Damn dirty Irish. Can you see that, Jason? Oh, easy. Don't be talking about the Irish like that, boy. Hey, I'm 
French Irish, and mm. I can't drink or fight, so <laughs> you know, fuck them. <laughs> no one's believing you then. Okay. Number 28. Oh, it's got a flip here. Uh, this is when Chucky was making chili. Oh. <laughs> and they had the head in the club, and the police show up. Yes. <laughs> Oh, that so, was an awesome scene. Quick thinking. <laughs> Stick it in the chili. Yes. And then he serves it to the police. Oh. <laughs> 27, when Jem and Tara fire on uh, Ima's car. Yeah. I think it's season two. Season two, yep. They get all gun happy. What's 26? That's their Thelma and Louise uh, the scene right there. Come on. Oh, oh, the tattoo yes. removal in season one. Oh. See, after hearing me herald the season premiere, Xander has started chewing through Suns. Yep. He's through the first season already, and it's only been like two days. <laughs> yep. Tig isn't dead in episode six. What? Surprisingly. Remember when he left him with... Uh... Oh, that's right. And then Jax was expecting him to die. Yeah. He didn't. That's right. Okay. I forgot about that moment for a second. Oh, this has got to be good. Ah, Venus yes. Van Dam. Yep. <laughs> Tig's girlfriend. This is when Tig falls in love. <laughs> 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 that was hilarious. Oh, and when Clay oh. kills Piney. 23. That, I, that quite possibly was the moment that made me the most angry of that whole show. Really? Yes. Opie dying didn't do it? That did for me. It, it, yeah. It, it, that didn't make me angry. That just made me really, really bummed out. Oh, Auto and Torque Showdown for 22. <laughs> did a little behind-the-scenes research on this. He didn't want that character to die that fast. Oh, no? No. Do you know why Torque died that fast? Why is that? Because of his stupid commitment to Vikings. Oh, oh that's right. right. <laughs> yeah. And then Oops. <laughs> and then spoilers, he dies there too. <laughs> uh, but, but he bounced back. He's Harvey Bullock in Gotham. Yep. Oh, isn't that handy? <laughs> oh, Stahl. God, I hated her. Yes. Yeah. The ATF agent. Uh, let me see here. Oh, that's right. When she kills the head honcho's son and then Gemma walks in. Yep. Yep. Okay. What's number 20? Stephen King cameo. I can see his picture. Oh, it, yeah. He was the cleaner. Because it's not what, loading. I, what, I, did they call him the cleaner? I think that's what they called him. Okay. I believe you. And they had to get rid of the uh, the maid or the nur- Gemma's dad's nurse's body. That's right. They went to Gemma's dad's place. Ah, yeah. Tig was doing her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And what is going on here? Looks like your Wi-Fi, your brand new Wi-Fi has failed. Thought you had it <sighs> fixed, huh? Thought I had it fixed. Oh. Well, that's... Ain't... Oh, no, there we go. It was just thinking. <laughs> Literary cameo. Yeah. Well, visiting her elderly father, they have to clean up and they call in a cleaner. <laughs> Stephen King in full-on biker gear. That's... Hey, it worked. He looked. He did look impressive. Uh, oh, the accident. When Gemma says, I'll take the kids yeah. home. Oh. Yes. That was nasty. When it ends on the image of the car seat and there's blood dripping. Uh-huh. Oh, there was some Heart panic moment sinks. there. 
I was worried. Sutter can make a hell of a scene, and you said with their the 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 photography that they choose to go with, they can make a a strong scene even more powerful. Oh yeah, in that premiere, the scene where they're burying the people out of the motel room, yeah, apartment room. It's raining and the songs playing. It was that's powerful. Yeah, yeah. I'm envious. I wanted to film that. Uh, number 18, when Otto kills the nurse in prison with the crucifix. Oh, that was brutal. Yes. And that's that's one of those moments you just did not see it coming. At no. All. Just bam, it's there. Exactly. I was wondering, like, okay, why does he want the crucifix? Eh. Okay, now I get it. Number 17 is Gemma's attack, where she is uh, kidnapped or raped. Oh, yeah. And that, yes. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the moment where I realized that, that just how dark that show would go. Oh, yeah. It's the first episode of season two. Yep. yep. I was like, let's... Oh, yes. The hands-off moment. When they're <laughs> starting to get away from the Irish in season six. Yeah. Hands off my stuff, Jax tells them. So they kill two of the prospects and cut their hands off. Yeah, poor Phil. <sighs> I liked Phil. Yeah. He's filling a hole now. <laughs> oh, and then when they burn Tig's daughter. Oh. <laughs> Just... The sheer brutality of that. Oh, yeah. And then they tossed him in after. That was yeah. just... Oh. Okay, what do we got here? 14, A Walk in the Park. This is season six. Oh, so this was the clay attack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to kidnap her to kill her. Jax gets in the way. And then there's the other hit. When Clay learns that Tara is aware of his involvement, he seeks her out, recruiting a bunch of thugs to snatch her in an unmarked van. Dude, that's the first one. What's no that 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 one, the walk in the park. That's the season finale of season six, when she's expecting Jax to take her out, and he doesn't. Oh, gotcha. That's they, they all the all the guys start coming out from behind the trees, and she's yeah. expecting something bad to happen. Okay, there we go. So then, number twelve. This is looking cranky. Opie. Oh, when Opie shoots Clay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He finds out about Donna, finds out about uh, his dad. Yeah. Yeah. That was an awesome character. And Gemma's confession at the end of near the end of season two, where she was raped. Yeah. Yep. Right after Jax gave up his VP patch. Come on. Oh, this is from season two. (laughs) I can tell. Is it or is that Oh, wait, no, that might be six. Season four. After the accident? This is fascinating. This is when, in season four, um, everything's coming out about what Clay's doing. Oh, okay. And Gemma confronts him, and he beats the crap out of her. Yeah, that's right. Yes, yes. Oh, and the fake miscarriage. Yeah. That's when you see some real smarts on Tara's part. Yeah. Like it was, I didn't, I didn't even see that coming. We go with the whole blood and everything. And number, yep. Number eight, fatal misfire. Tig kills Donna. And that looks, oh, Jack's first kill when he kills the ATF guy that's following Tara. Yeah. Ethan. That was his name. I think that dude was messed up. Yeah. He was just a man in love. Oh, and when Opie finally kills Stall in the yes. car. Yeah. Yes. 
That was sweet. That episode, because she got it. Um, Chibs got his revenge. Yep. It was, that was just it was a beautiful. godfather moment. It was just beautiful to watch all these things tying up nice. And then double-crossing Pope when yeah. Pig thought he was going <laughs> to die. Oh, yes. That was a good episode. Yep. And then okay. those are Clay's guns. Now, yeah. number four is the oh. death of Opie. Saddest moment on that, that show. Has so, okay, if that's number four. Three. These three got to be pretty damn big. Because that the death of Opie was just heart-wrenching. I would have put that here that higher up. I would have put that almost at number one. The IRA shootout in season six when they kill uh, everybody from the IRA. At the, at the warehouse. Yeah. yeah. Where they open up the barn. And and then number two is the death of Clay, which I would have stuck that at four. But Opie at two. Yeah. Because, yeah, Clay, everybody is waiting for Clay to die. And oh, it yeah. was his time to die. But yeah. nobody saw Opie dying. No. And it's just like, oh, oh. Especially not the way that he was. Because yeah. he, he he knew he was going to. Like, he volunteered for it. Oh, yeah. yeah. He jumped in and punched the guy. Oh, you're it. He put up a good fight. And then they got the lead pipe involved. And then right in front of the glass window, too. Oh. And then number one, Tara's death. Didn't expect it. Another dad came out of the blue. Yep. That ending. Well, you knew Tara had it coming. In, in Gemma's eyes, Tara was the thing, the, the the source of the chaos in Gemma's eyes. And as far as Gemma was concerned, Tara had to go. Well, as far as Gemma's concerned, Tara was turning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she didn't know about the deal that had been made. Yeah. So... But see, even then, I expect her to go and beat the crap out of her. Yeah. Well, I think it just, she just got going, and then she couldn't stop. And she, that just, Once that ball got rolling, and that was the end of that. Blood rage. Yep. Yeah. And just, again, the sheer brutality of that death is just like, whoa. Katie Seagal goes to conventions. People get her to sign fork, like the, steak, uh, <laughs> the cutting forks. <laughs> <laughs> I that's hilarious. Okay, there we go. I've uh, absorbed that little bit of pod time with my love here. <laughs> Somewhat. <laughs> I would still, yeah, I hope he should be at number two, if not number one. Yeah. I still remember so vividly. I was watching it. My friend Dave was watching it. We were talking that day, right? Like texting about the show. That happens. He gets clocked in the back of the head. I type WTF. And hit send right as my phone goes off, and he's saying, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I can remember vividly watching that scene, and because I knew it's coming, that's why he went in that room. Yeah. And I get emotionally invested in a lot of these shows, and I had tears. Yeah, I, I had tears. I couldn't believe it. Well, okay, the death of Opie has affected Jax more than the death of Tara. Yep, because. Jax has got a patch on his cut for Opie. Nothing there for Tara. Well, Opie's different. Opie's a club brother. Okay. Uh, Nowhere on anybody's cut will you see something dedicated to somebody's wife. And not to mention, True. he's not in sentimental mode right now. Oh, dude. Oh, no. It, see, and this is where it's affected him. You know, it's and we're not seeing Jax. We're seeing Mr. Mayhem. 
<laughs> it opened and closed yeah. with Mr. Mayhem. It certainly did. <laughs> See, at least with Ope, there was anger, but there was still Jax. Now, now it looks like he's 100% club. Yep. Uh, you know, all that work, gone. I have so, refrained from trying to re-familiarize myself with Macbeth because I don't want to start picturing what's going to come up. Mm-hmm. You know, where where is the story going to conclude? I don't want to even know. I'm just writing it. Oh, so. thought you were about to do a spoiler. I was about to turn your no. mic off. <laughs> I'm just writing. Yeah. I just want to yeah. ride the wave. That's what I'm doing because I think I'm familiar with the story, but I don't want to go double Well, there's one scene in the... Uh, the premiere where Gemma's washing her hands. Yes. And there's the, the, the one thing out oh, damn, damn spot. Yes. Yeah, that's the <laughs> that's only what I was thinking. Yeah. So. Because that was freaky too in the, the, the season beginning when she's at the sink and she's talking. Yeah. Yes. But you don't know. Like, first you thought, okay, she's talking to Tara, right? But then you're thinking, okay, no. So, but she goes, the Wendy showing up totally surprised me. I'm thinking, okay, she's talking to Jax. And then Jax walks in the door. Yep. It's like, what the hell is she doing? Lady Macbeth. Yes. Yep. She's talking to the ghosts. And it's the ghost sitting behind her because yep. he's about to die. But is she? are we going to see Gemma snap like Lady Macbeth does? Oh, yeah. I, if, 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 if Sutter stays true to form, and he's staying pretty true to form with the, the, the spirit of Macbeth, mm-hmm. you're going to see... Mr. Mayhem all over the place. So. Oh, yeah. Now, I, I did read an article where Kurt Sutter more formalized the body count. Because at the Comic-Con, he was going, oh, yeah, everybody be dead by the end. <laughs> <laughs> he's done another interview. He's writing episode nine. And uh, he says two people that he knows will die in that club. But, and they were having huge on, online polls and who's going to die. <laughs> but oh. see. Even there's a gray area because people don't know if Juice is still considered part of the club That's or not. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. Is Juice still considered it? So I, I, I would say at this point, yes, because they haven't officially haven't officially taken his cut, taken his tattoo, whatever. So he's still technically. I bet you. And Jax is and the only one if, that knows. If we were in that universe, and if you were to talk to Jax, and he say, is Juice still part of the club? He will say, fuck and no. <laughs> no, he'd say none of your damn business. Well, that there's not a, in yeah, the club. But, yeah. but I know what you're saying there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's not considered a member anymore. Yeah. He just hasn't met up with Mr. Mayhem yet. Right. Yes. Notice so that, that hasn't. That's, that's going to go away. Man. That's not been put to a vote either. That's oh, just that going all Jacks. No, that that yeah, to but vote. I think I think Jax is the only one that knows at this point. It so. is. So he's and Gemma and Gemma. Well, although Gemma knows not a lot, she yeah. knows that she doesn't know what he did. Right. Because yeah. she even said, "I don't know what you did, but you did something for me. I'm going to help you." Yeah. Here's my word of advice. Get out of town. Yeah. And that's what she said. She goes, you hold up here. I'm going to get you some cash to get you out of town. Then she's going to get him his money from the weed place. But there was... Charming is a small town. Uh-huh. Don't yeah, stay it, there. It's hiding in Jax's ex's apartment. <laughs> that turned out badly. Well, for Unser. For Unser. <laughs> <laughs> Although he's not dead yet. Oh, the left side's gone again. What the hell's going on? I don't know. Yeah, it's down again. Forgive us for this episode. We will make sure it's fixed for next one because I don't know what's going on. 
Nope. Maybe we all need to talk like this on the right hand side of the mic, or maybe or just get a over this way a shiv under a shim under that table. The one oh, tip it more to the right. Yeah. Okay. Get the sound to equal out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's weird. I've never. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why it's dropping out. Oh well. On <laughs> upwards and onwards. Yes. Tomorrow night's a new episode. We'll have tons more stuff to talk about. Oh yeah. Uh, can't wait. Only. Gotham's coming up. Yes. Uh, yeah, next week is just loaded. It's like all the big shows, at least all the big shows that I watch, they're all back next week. And it all seems like they're all on 22nd. <laughs> the Quest? We get, we got to get another episode of The Quest? I have not. I have them. I downloaded them, yeah. but I have not started watching them yet. It's. It's. I'm going to be watching them very soon, though. I think you'll like it. Uh, I, I. You've piqued my interest. So. Yeah. Well, okay, since we're there, Rob and I have had the living hell scared out of us at the Autumn Bohort. <laughs> From one of my pod, my my other podcast partner. There we go. Uh-oh. Captain Captain Crunch. <laughs> Is this that bear guy? Bear. Okay. Yes. He has um, been going back and started to listen to the movie Madhouse. Uh-oh. And he asked me uh, do you guys ever let up on Jason? <laughs> and I responded, no, and it gets worse. <laughs> His response was, oh, I just wanted to let you know uh, I'm a Bay Shard on my mother's side. Oh. <laughs> so he has informed <laughs> Rob and I of this, that uh, we are... On watch. <laughs> I walk into the building and he's standing there and Mike goes up, starts talking to him. He looks at me and goes, oh, so you're Rob. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you saying it like that? Yep. So you happen to have a, a a big brother, as it were. So uh, for what I uh, poorly tried to start last week, I'm going to change it now. It's no longer Team Jason. It's now Team Bayshard. Yeah. <laughs> Hail, Brother Bayshard. I see what's going on. <laughs> but this is where I still don't pin, feel safe. The pin gets poked in your balloon here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He goes, also, tell Jason if he doesn't stop talking like the stupid shit that he does, I'm going to beat his ass. <laughs> So, you're now on watch as well. Okay, I'm going to need specifics as to what not to say, please. Because <laughs> from what I hear of this gentleman, uh, yeah, I should be very afraid. So, um, I would. Uh, you can send an email to uh, moviemadhouse at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> detailed list, please. Is that like... Urine? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just spilled my drink. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18. But with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. 
the less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member to receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysamon.com. But yeah, we just uh he just wanted to pass that message along. Well, thank you. And thank you. <laughs> Let me see, I gotta find I, him. I really hope he's not basing that on the whole um uh, oh gee, the Rob Zombie flick. Uh oh uh Lords of Salem? Yeah. Is is it based on that? Oh he's uh he's up to episode twenty eight. He went back to the. You went back through the entire library. Is he a zombie fan? I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. Okay. I'm sure he likes metal. There, I found him. <laughs> so uh, he's probably going to be a Rob Zombie fan, and that's not going to end uh, well for me. You know, I I don't know, but there's only one way to, for you to find out. I'm not going to any. Yeah, you have to. No, no, no. No, you do really. It'll be fun. No. Yeah, no. Rob enjoyed it. it Rob's not going to get his ass beat. <laughs> oh, yes, he is. <laughs> to be honest, actually, I someday I would like to check out some of these things. You're in luck. They have spectators, right? Oh, no. Participation only. Oh, no, I Participation. No, Dude, I participated. I, I prefer to just spectate no. for a while. No, I, I brought my camera. 
Bring your kid. Oh, you don't have one? Oh. Darn it. You got a Yes, fight. I do. That doesn't count. Yes, it does. No, it don't. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> no, uh, I think. And I do have a camera. Talking, talking to LeBref. We're looking at having a practice in Chatham in October. Nice. So if you're so inclined to find out what SEA heavy fighting is all about, stay tuned. You want to have some fun? Oh. Invite the LARPers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, have, I like to my, pick on kids. <laughs> I have my foam sword and no helmet. Oh, you're fucked out of luck now. <laughs> you know, they like to pick on little kids. Yeah, and, they're uh, always late. But yes, make sure you tell them it's an hour earlier. Yeah. They show up on time. Absolutely. <laughs> Chuck and Jeff are no longer our friends. <laughs> oh man! But I do have to still see about interviewing you and Christina and Brad. Yeah. Okay. So we'll chat after this and set up a time. Yeah. And then uh, I'll pester Christina. Yeah. Because my instructor wants it all the footage wrapped up hopefully by this weekend. <laughs> Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Yep. That's what I figured. <laughs> Okay. Any other pressing information? Um, what do you got for news? That's, that's what about, I'm that's just pressing. going into news, so I just wanted to make sure we're all good. You know, your list is done and everything. Oh, but, I, th- I think we're caught up. All righty. All right. The rumors of a 24 movie are not dead yet. There's been talk about it for quite some time. I don't want to sit in a movie theater for 24 hours. I know. As long as they supply food, I'm good. I've <sighs> never watched any of this phenomenon that is 24 nope i just i don't I oh don't. you've not seen it either uh-uh. oh my god you I guys have trouble understanding where the the fever comes from it's yeah experience you gotta watch That's it not a, a geek kind of show like firefly or something like to get to see how much fever there is behind a show like that that is not sci-fi or, or any way more geeky it's just amazing it's baffling no, it, it's Jack Bauer. <laughs> That's what it is. I, I don't get it. Well, I know what drew me to it originally was Alicia Cuthbert, okay? <laughs> That's Jack's daughter. So initially, that's what got me started to watch it. Wow. I saw the movie The Girl Next Door. Okay, watch that okay. then. Just right. keep watching that then. But then I found out, I want to see other stuff she was in. No. He came for the boobs and stayed for the Bauer. Yeah. The power of Kiefer. <laughs> so the power of Kiefer compels you. <laughs> <laughs> but you get into it, you get drawn into this world. It, I would say no, because I haven't watched a single second of this show. You start watching it, you'll like no, it. No. Give I, it a good, honest watch. Oh, 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 oh. the gauntlet has the been thrown. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I can get a gauntlet. I don't want the gauntlet. I want you to watch this show. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Uh, they're talking about new story ideas. Talk of the film had initially surfaced back in 2010 as soon as the main series finished with uh, likes of Tony Scott and Antoine Farqua linked to the director's chair. I bet you there's terrorists involved. I bet you. Well, okay. See? And then it takes Jack Bauer 24 hours to stop the terrorist plot. See, last one was only 12 hours. Oh! I know, the title lied. Yeah. And the last one had Lady Caitlin in it from Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. Lady Caitlin. Isn't that Stark's wife's name? Yeah. Yes. Oh, Catherine. Catherine, Catherine. Stark. Yes. She was the bad guy. 
Oh. That really threw him off because she wasn't a guy. I know. Jackson, you're not a guy. Get out of my way. <laughs> she goes, <laughs> I think for them to try and do a theatrical movie is a mistake. They've already done it. They did? They did a, a 24 movie. Uh, in yeah, between TV movie. Yeah, two hours. Yeah, but it was a TV movie. Yeah. For them to try and do a theatrical release, which is what they're talking about there. It'll draw. I, it will draw, but I think it, it'll end up getting washed out by all the other spy movies that are out there. There's a dearth of spy movies out there? Well, when you look at Bond and Jack Ryan and all that stuff. All depends on what's in the theater at that point in time. Yeah. I just, I don't. Not to mention, this is Jack Bauer. Okay. <laughs> the power of super <laughs> compelled. <laughs> they did uh, that TV movie, though, between seasons to explain what happened between the seasons. Right? Ooh. Okay. Now, it's not a big jump to go from there to a motion picture. Sure. Uh, it's not 24 hours. Uh, but that's an awfully bold statement. How so? To say that it's a, it's not a big jump to go from the small screen to the big screen? No, 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 no. I just meant storyline. That's what I meant too. Yes. They can take a storyline that's meant for two hours and convert it to a movie. Oh, yes. And I, you know what? So many people are used to watching this show for free. I don't know if you're going to be able to get them to come out and pay the money. Um, I don't. Veronica Myers. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Back in your hole. <laughs> <laughs> I I hate to play both sides of the fence here, but you, you seemed a little too adamant on that argument. Uh, oh yeah, so. I didn't think of that. Yes, okay. Mm-hmm. I retract my statement. It's surprising. Mr. Bear, I retract that. <laughs> <laughs> you look at some of the stuff that's been in the theaters, like especially kids programming. It's all cartoons that they watch free during the day. The Wild Thornberries came out and other stuff. That's different. Are That's we keeping different. you up? Uh, I was up at 5 o'clock this morning. <laughs> Piss off. <laughs> oh, he's having a thought. Wait a second. Well, yeah, I'm almost thinking we should backtrack because of the discussion that we were, we touched on last week, but we didn't really delve into the email discussion. Of? Uh, glorifying the criminal activity. It's a little late for that. We just did a huge SOA act. Uh, Okay, we'll table it again. I'm in the middle of saying shit. Wait a minute. We had an email. Sorry, I thought we were done. I thought we were moving on to the next one. You got another thing up on the screen, so I thought you were moving on. Pay attention. Walking all over you. (laughs) What a buffalo. The Jason Show. Yeah. Has a nice ring to it. The Jason Show starring (laughs) Jason. And Mike and Rob. And his two sidekicks. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What did you want to add about the the violence thing? We didn't really get into it too deep. We really just kind of brushed it. Well, it's because we had a guest. Yeah, and he had some great points about it. But you have more to add? I don't know. We just, we mentioned that we were going to come back to it, and we haven't. I don't know if you want to do that now or. Well, we don't have much of a choice, do we? Nope. Not now. Okay. Lead on, McDuff. Well, so nice reference. the question from uh, the the listener, is it John? Oh, you're going to reiterate the question again? Well, it, so people understand. People that didn't listen to the last podcast. Possibly. It happens. And I say, who would not that? listen That's to right. this podcast? It happens. 
billions so anyway, of people. Is, <laughs> our love for shows like Sons of Anarchy and whatnot is that glorifying the violence and criminal activity. Hundreds of billions of people. <laughs> yes. Most of the globe. <laughs> it was it was brushed upon, it, but it's okay. In my life right now, I know I'm never going to come anywhere near to the kind of activity that uh, like the sons get into. So I it is a fantasy world. Right. <laughs> uh, I have to say never say never. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm not actively pursuing it, and I don't see why it would actively come to me. I don't think Jack's so. actually per- actively pursued it. Yes, but okay. see, again, it's I'm a, making the call. You're making the call? Yeah. Okay. No, go ahead. Okay. Keep going. Um, but in that, because yep. as, as part of the same discussion yeah. is, you know, what about children is this is this rotting the brains of the children and is it is that why kids are disrespectful and violent teenagers and all that stuff that's lack of parenting exactly still so, you know yeah. my <laughs> okay yeah it's you know i uh, we, be outside my place we let <laughs> okay. uh, i let my kids watch Glasses. that kind of stuff if they want to plaid shirt you know my 15 year old son is are now watching it no not tonight no you're in your car yes And um, it's it's a matter of teaching them, you know, clearly (laughs) right from wrong, and you know, fantasy. The TV shows aren't real. That's all that kind of stuff. You know, Uh, Uh, reality TV. That's that's the gray area. (laughs) Most reality shows, short of the over sexism and whatnot, they're relatively harmless. What over sexism? Oh please, there's a lot of those shows like MTV shows and whatnot that are borderline porn. And where's your problem? Uh, I don't have. (laughs) That's what I thought. I don't watch them anyways, but. Let me get off the soapbox. I don't know what I'm talking (laughs) about anymore. I have the internet, so I don't need to watch the the softcore stuff. (laughs) Oh. Oh, that explains a lot. But, you know, I'm proud to say that. My kids are relatively normal. They're, they're they don't act up. They're not violent in any way, and all that. Because we so raised them right. Are you taking credit for this? My, me, myself and my wife. I was going to say we share the duties. Absolutely. I, oh, share. What's the split? Fifty fifty. I'm not even going to answer that. No way. Well, 70, you know 70, 40? I, I'm going to honestly say fifty fifty. I will. Maybe sixty forty in her favor because they're Suck mostly up. mama's kids. Suck up. Well, no, my wife's never going to hear this, so it doesn't matter what I say. I can take all the credit, and it won't matter, but... 80-30? But there's a chance that word might get back to her. That's where I go. (laughs) But, you know, glorifying it, maybe, but you got to be able to, you know, differentiate the reality from fantasy, and it's not like these shows are documentaries. Cops? (laughs) <laughs> that doesn't even hardly qualify. He's got a whole toolbox full of little wrenches to shove in your gear. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. Okay. Now, my question to you is, is this the entertainment industry holding up the mirror to reality? Or is it reality holding the mirror up to entertainment? I don't know if I can even follow that logic. Okay. Is the show mimicking reality, or is reality mimicking the show? I wouldn't say mimicking. I say embellishing reality. Which way? Um, They're taking what really happens and making it much, much bigger. 
Because if half the stuff that really ha- happens on Suns happened for real to the level that it does, I'm sorry, but there's no way in hell those people would not be in jail if not dead. I'm mm. maybe I'm naive, I, but I have to. I, I have a stronger opinion of like the legal authorities. I I would have to throw the the information of the uh, the biker multiple murder that happened just outside of uh, Kent County. The Banditos. Yeah. And then they catch those people. Do not name names. Well, it's a group. It's okay. Didn't they catch those people? Beside the point. That violence happened. But they got caught. Yep. Yeah? Yeah. Sons, they They never get caught? They never get caught. Not not for half the stuff they pulled. Where was Jax at the start of the season? Uh, Yes. For a murder he didn't even commit. And he spent a week. Okay, in that week, he had a very full week by the sounds of it. Yes. Uh, but come where on. did they go at the end of season three? Stockton, 14 months. Yes. Mm. Where was Opie? Five on, years in jail. It, it's embellished, obviously. Come on now. Don't even try and argue the other way. It's Sons of Anarchy is not a documentary, damn it. Oh, who says it's a documentary? But who says it's very far off the mark? You're getting off the topic, though. What topic am I getting what, off of? You just asked me if mimicking life is reality. No, or... Mike asked that question. I didn't. Oh, apparently that doesn't matter then. Oh, okay, yeah. back to Jason. Okay. There you go. No. Do you guys have anything to add? You're, okay, you're, you're saying that it is mimicking. It is holding up the mirror. Entertainment. They, they reflect each other. That's what it is. They feed off of each other. Mm-hmm. And it's a game of one-upmanship. Because uh, going back to uh, The Sopranos, the guys on The Sopranos, the TV show, was very loosely based on the Jersey Mafia. The FBI actually has tapes of these guys saying, oh, did you see last night's episode? That was definitely us. (laughs) So they're getting fed off the show. Now they go out and try and do something more heinous to get it on the show. And then the show gets this, then it's it's a, an ascending an ascending spiral of shit, I guess you would uh, have to call it. I wasn't really aware that's how it worked. Yep. That's so that's that's one show. scary. <laughs> there are lots scary. like it. That's the thing. Didn't, yeah. didn't okay. Think of there, it there, there's nothing more terrifying than reality. Oh, absolutely. But then once it gets thrown through the wash of entertainment, then it, then it, you have copycat murderers, right? Yeah. Okay. That's that's where this comes into play because they'll 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 somebody somebody goes on a killing spree, uh, and the media says starts to glorify the killer and then you have i was i was motivated by this guy so and that, that you becomes can't, a you, game of one-upmanship yeah, right there it's 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 a very it's a cannibalistic and a symbiotic system all at the same time i in my opinion and so Basically, yes, it is glorifying it, but it doesn't matter because we're still going to devour it. Oh, absolutely. And, like I said, it, it, it glorifies it and we consume it. 
And see, I don't even think it's glorifying it. It's the fact that... Uh, crap. You look at these shows, okay? The reality of what really happens is translated to the screen, which becomes fake violence. Yeah. Which makes it more acceptable to people than the actual, real... Like, let's just take one example from Sons. The IRA... In the uh, airport, mm-hmm. okay. If that was filmed in reality, no network on the tele- on TV would show it. I beg to differ. They would try. Yeah. Okay. It would get censored out the wazoo. But that story is then translated into a, a story. We get to witness the violence. It becomes watered down. We can accept things more. I don't think it's acceptance. It's desensitization. There we go. That's the word I was trying to think of. Yeah. Because we get bombarded. We Okay, you have... How many 24-hour news stations are there? Each one has to fill 24 hours worth of content. So, taking... Ripping a headline from today's news. They The, the ISIS terrorists have beheaded another... Uh, a, a British uh, aid worker in the last couple of days. We see this. Our children see this. It's out there. And it numbs us. Mm-hmm. Now, if you go to an old-timey Western and the good guy shoots the bad guy and you don't see any blood and he, he just does like that, you don't buy it. Because we're so desensitized at that point in time. They go, oh, that's fake. But when that movie first hit the screen... When that bad guy or whoever shot whoever, that caused a reaction. So we're so desensitized now to it's it's brutal how far gone it is right now. Even look at this. Like you take the beheadings that are going on right now. Put that on a news channel in 1952. Oh, yeah. Compared to today. They would never would have shown it. People would, well, let's say they did and it was shown. People would come unglued. They would think the world is ending. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Now, it's another terrorist attack. Okay. I did watch one more thing. Uh, I just remembered. It was uh, 102 Minutes That Changed the World. That was the, uh, the 9-11 attacks. Somebody had gone through and taken all the footage that they had found and they'd stitched together from when the planes hit to when the uh, the towers fell. It was 102 minutes from start to end. And I'm just thinking to myself, wow, I, I hadn't seen that footage in a long time. And it still had, it was still impactful. And it's just like, Wow. I am still affected by this. So I guess I'm not that desensitized to it yet because it was real. I think there will always be something that will shock people. You know? Well, when thousands of people die and two skyscrapers fall to the ground, yes, that's going to... When the space <laughs> shuttle explodes, yeah, there are moments. Kennedy was killed. Yeah. You know, they will shock people. But to the most part, for the for the most part of the violence that occurs, you're right. People are very desensitized to it. So it's not that any shows out there actually glorifying it. Like Mike said, it's feeding the public what it already has. Sons like Sons of Anarchy, Criminal Minds, never would have been shown in the 50s. 
Nope. Yeah, it's... Okay. It's the culture. Yeah. Scary. It, <laughs> it is. It's a, it, it feeds and it cannibalizes itself at the same time. So it, it's... There's no way getting around it because the it, because especially now we're in the information age. Uh, listening to a podcast called Common Sense by Dan Carlin, love that guy, oh, so good. Talking his last one, he goes, "These beheadings by ISIS are directly targeting individual people around the world because they go on YouTube." In the old days, they would never be shown because that footage would go to an editor of a broadcast, and they say, "No way in hell is that going on TV." But now, with the information, you can directly market market your message to every person that has access to a computer and an internet uh, connection. Yep. So you theoretically have an audience of 7 billion people. And we have, what, 100 listeners? Shh. Damn it. <sighs> we have to wow. kill someone. <laughs> wow. The opinions of Rob. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm looking at you. No. <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 no. We do not get one more listener in the next five minutes. Oh, wait, we're not even <laughs> hasn't been put up yet. You're screwed, dude. <laughs> Nobody move or the fat guy gets it. Hey. Hey. He got more muscle than I do, oh. man, so I <laughs> Okay, I'll take that. Oh. <laughs> So, are we uh, done our serious talk? I don't know. Are we? I think we... Jason, can we move your show along? Yes. Oh. Okay. Now. You have just, my permission to move on now. Firmly established Jason, Jason's delusions uh, of uh, grandeur. <laughs> no doubt. And importance. Yeah. We haven't had a discussion, a serious discussion like that in a very long time. There's a reason for that. Yeah. yeah. Because it's adult talk is Fart jokes are much funnier. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, back to some Star Wars talk then. Oh, oh, I thought you gave up on this shit. Not the movie. Oh, yeah. Game of Thrones. Remember the uh, original swordsman who was training area? Furio. Oh. Yes. The greatest swordsman yeah. who ever lived. Yes. He will be in Star Wars. Ooh. And because of all his swordsmanship, they say it wouldn't be surprising to see him pick up a lightsaber. Well, woo. I'd be shocked if he didn't, to be totally nope. honest. He's going to be uh, green six, and he's going to get blowed up. Oh, Firo Ferrelli. Serial Ferrelli. Everybody. The greatest swordsman from Bravos. Everybody in the next movie will have a lightsaber. Oh, yeah. Even the Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> Stan Lee's been talking about the Black Panther again. Same like company. Segway. That was oh, <laughs> Same company is there. Okay, okay. Um, you see a native of fictional African nation, Wakanda. 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 Black Panther was famously the first black superhero in mainstream American comics. Joss Whedon has filmed Avengers Age of Ultron scenes in South Africa. Leads some to believe that the Black Panther might be cropping up in a cameo. I don't mean nothing. Nope. Yep. Eventually, all the superheroes are going to have their own movies, revealed Lee. And they are already working on Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, and the Black Panther. And there are others I'm not allowed to talk about. 
Did Apparently, you see that? Uh, Black Panther sneaked out. Yeah. 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 Oops. Uh, well, that was the worst kept secret in Hollywood. Now that Wesley Snipes is out of jail. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah, he was campaigning hard for that. Oh, was he Pick ever? Me. me, 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 me. Pick me. Did you see that? Uh, the 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 cartoon that I put up on the Facebook page, the movie Madhouse Facebook page about it had, uh, just like it was a small cartoon of all the. Who owns what property? Yes. And That's a great chart. I'd love that as a wall post. Yeah. I, what still blows my mind is Man-Thing is owned by Universal. Lionsgate. Lionsgate. Lionsgate, yes. And I'm going, oh, that's right. That's still being talked about. I Man, Xander was looking that. it over, and he's like, "What? what's Man-Thing? I said, that's Marvel's version of Swamp Thing. Yeah. And who's Namor? Said, he's, what? He's, what? He, you don't he's educate your children? Old, and he does, he's not a huge comic book fan, short of the only comic book he's read regular is Walking Dead. Take this boy to the GME. Mm-hmm. We'll give him an education. If I had the money, I absolutely would. He no, doesn't just, want to delve into my collection. I've got like tons of X titles and some Avengers and image Well, why stuff, wouldn't he want to delve into your... He just doesn't want to. But he'll have easier access to it because he's getting his own bedroom and it's... Oh, you'll never see him. You'll never see him again. His bedroom is where my comics are. So, yeah, you'll still never see him. Sixteen-year-old kid with his own bedroom. No, <laughs> don't go in there with a blacklight. <laughs> Look like a it's not Star Lord spaceship. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> I think you underestimate him. <laughs> well, Xander, stop that <laughs> magic <Squirt> bottle. Magic, <laughs> my <laughs> Back in your corner. <laughs> <laughs> Filming begins on Magic Mike XXL. Uh, nobody, what? Is that yeah. one of those, there were so many unanswered questions? Yeah. It must be. I don't know, I never watched it. So. Uh, Channing Tatum gets naked. That's what I hear. And so. is McConaughey in that too? McConaughey. Probably. Uh, Warner website registrations hint at upcoming DC plans. Uh, it's not a hint. <laughs> ShazamMovie.com We already knew that JusticeLeagueFilm.com WonderWomanTheMovie.com Already knew it was coming dot com. Already knew And that's it So there's nothing new No, no. Absolutely nothing new yep. Surprising Not in the least And Robert Downey Jr. Comments on the call For a Black Widow spinoff Yes doesn't Scarlet deserve a break? Replied Downey, who asked whether <laughs> Star should be offered it. To me, the oh. Iron Man franchise would never have taken off without Gwyneth Paltrow. I forgot. What you forgot? I, I watched another movie. What'd you watch? Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Oh, yes. I tried to sit down and watch it twice this weekend and couldn't get started because I kept getting called away for something else. Turn your phone off. <sighs> Plug your ears. that easy. Do you know what you do? Do what I do. Watch it at work. I can't. You can if you had the willpower. No, I am moving and lifting and slugging and driving forklifts. I can't. Oh, look at you. You're all manly and blue collar. A little shit. bit, yes. Wow. Yeah. Obviously, you don't have any seniority. There's no such thing as seniority in, at, at that <laughs> point. I almost said the place. I don't want Bow to down, place. bitch. This is what he has to say, though. He goes, to me, the Iron Man franchise would never have taken off without Gwyneth. There's something about her that grounded the story. She's not your typical lady in a superhero movie. And then by Iron Man 3, she's swallowing serums and putting on suits and kicking ass and all the stuff. The funny thing is, honestly, at this point, everyone deserves a franchise. 
continues Downey. Jeremy Renner, when folks see Avengers Age of Ultron, he's just a rock star, a badass, and Ruffalo is pumped. He does great work. I'd like to hear them talk even more seriously about a Hulk franchise because that's been one of the toughest ones to, uh, to get right. But I'm sure that my parent company is feeling expensive at, or sorry, expansive and bold after the summer they've just had. Well, considering Guardians of the Galaxy just topped three hundred million dollars for uh, domestic for the summer, uh, yeah, Disney has got no problem making a Marvel movie. But I do see them not making a Scarlet Witch spinoff because you mean Black Widow, Black Widow, Same Scarlet thing. Witch just as different. well. Yeah, but they, there's just they keep saying nobody wants to see a female. Lead, I do. That's bullshit. It is bullshit. I do. I, well, okay. When Avengers came out and all the toys, the toy line came out, I went, "Oh, cool!" And I was at Toys R Us and I was looking at it, and they had the bin full of all the Avengers, except Black Widow. <laughs> I flipped the back. She, they didn't even make a Widow character. Went, Are sneaky. you kidding that's, me? That's not right. No, Be- they said it, the toy manufacturers have said uh, a, a boy that this stuff is marketed to does not want a female well, action figure. Don't get a choice if you don't make it. When are they coming out with Black Widow Barbie? <laughs> oh, I'd buy but that. That's- <laughs> Look at Barbie. That sounded so damn creepy. Uh, he, want, he wants the, the the Black Widow real doll. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I know in Japan they can make you a life-size robot. That's the real doll. Oh. <laughs> What's that website? Ew. Just for research purposes. www.com. Uh, How to Train Your Dragon 3 has been pushed back until, a dis- until 2017. It was supposed to debut next year. No. 2016, sorry. Two That's years. not next year. That's two years. Two years. Yeah. But now it's been pushed back, and it'll be sandwiched between the Lego Movie 2 and an un- yet unnamed Pixar film. Hmm. Huh. I don't know how I feel about that. I wouldn't... I, that surprised me that they would push that back. I thought for sure it had enough legs... Oh, yeah. ...to uh, push through for uh, like I haven't every watched other... watched 2 yet. It comes out soon, doesn't it? I hope so. I missed it in the theater, too. Yeah. Damn it. No, I'm anxious to see it, though. Okay, Game of Thrones. Two major characters will not appear in season five. Let me see. Oh, if they don't put Dinklage on that screen at all, watch. There's the two for me are Dinklage is one, and Arya is the other because I want to know where they're going. Like I'm anxious to see the two for me are Khaleesi. And Khaleesi. <laughs> Lefty and righty? Yeah, that's right. No, it looks like the two that won't be in season five are Bran and Hodor. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So apparently they're not they touching to that story. They got to the trees. Yeah, they're, they're with the druids now. And in the books, spoilers, read the books, people. It's all, all explained. Uh, Bran actually finds Arya through one of the trees and talks to her. Really? Yeah. Hmm. But, like, it's, it's one more. Is grown-up or Arya? No, no, no. No? no? Oh, no. Okay. I just 
because I've you know that she's going to become a faceless one. Yep. And I'm anxious to see that. Yeah. Interesting. They will be wrapping the show up after seven seasons, regardless of whether the series is done or not. Boo. Books. I can see that because his his writing schedule is not matching up to their shooting schedule. Mm-hmm. And if they run out of source material, they can't start making shit up. And not have the same feel, no. No. Yeah, that's true, that's too. That's kind of where True Blood kind of lost it. Yeah. They deviated a lot from the books, and I think they kind of lost control of it. Yeah, because from the last one, they were talking about uh, 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 Martin was looking at possibly 15 months after the last book. But that's been a while, and by the sounds of it, there's not. He hasn't taught. He isn't even. He hasn't got the inspiration to write, so it's still back burner stuff for him. Like it, it's prevalent in his mind, but it, it, once he, if he doesn't have the motivation or the inspiration to write, he's not going to write. Yeah, you can't. No. You can't force someone like that to to pump out the product no. and. and and still have the quality that you want. That's the thing. Yes. He said he, he can pump out books like Dean Koontz, but it won't be the quality of uh I used George to like Koontz, and then I started noticing that it, this is just the same one. Just change the name, and it's yeah. the same story. Like, oh, 120. Are we serious? Yeah. <laughs> well, George Clooney is set to direct a phone-hacking scandal drama for Sony. And this is about the closing of the news of the world. So 101 female celebrities get their nude photos hacked, and now they're going to make a movie about it. No, no, phone hacking. Same thing. No, it's not. This is uh, Sony's pressing forward with the adaption of the journalist Nick Davies' book, Hack Attack, focusing on the phone hacking activities of News International. Yeah, I heard about Yeah, the uh, uh, Fox, or uh, Rupert Murdoch owns that. Yep, the scandal eventually led to the closure of the news of the world after 168 years of publication and the subsequent government investigation that led to the most serious examination of press practices in many a year. Okay, I do remember that now. Sorry, that, that other hacking being so prevalent. That's what I thought they were basing it on. Uh-huh, <laughs> I see. Well, there's a new campfire horror movie coming out called Cub. Belgian horror movie. Wasn't that the name of the, the campers movie that you made t- a year ago? Wilderness Adventure? Yeah, it's kind of close. <laughs> one's a comedy, one's a horror. I heard there was something really scary about a pile of beans. <laughs> we were filming everybody around the campfire with beans. And, uh, of course, we got done wrapping, and so everybody had plates of cold beans. <laughs> what do we do with them? So I took the plates, and I'm pushing them off into the brush, and it's like, ooh, wait a minute. So I kind of scrunched over them, <laughs> you know, <laughs> waited for a second. I let out a like big, Argh! so everyone's looking. And then I stand up, pretend to pull my pants up and walk away. All the kids come running over. Uh, <laughs> see, uh, fart and poop jokes are gold. That's right. <laughs> well, that's a Belgian film, so I'm not going to bother playing the trailer because we probably won't understand it. Anyway, you know, subtitles and all that crap. <laughs> We gotta do the plugs. Plugs? What about uh, Horrible Bosses too? No. Oh, plugs. I don't even know if I watched the first one entirely. No. <sighs> I have one little section I, of that I, DVD yes. burnt out too. I, I remember your discussion about it. It's just same person where for We're the Millers. Yes, it is. Yeah. Miss Aniston. Mm, yes. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Were we doing something? Plugs. <laughs> I was thinking about it. We've got to wrap the show up. I was thinking about it. <laughs> okay, that's hey. wrong. That's, that's wrong. Sorry. Uh, Denzel Washington comments on the Black Panther. Ooh, wonder if he's throwing his hat in the ring for that. Oh, Black Panther? Terry Crews. I want it. I want it. Terry Crews would be witching. Terry Crews as the Black Panther with a guest spot of Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. No, they need Craig Robinson as Black Panther. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he could do the physicality. Could you... Regardless of the physicality. <laughs> <laughs> but is Black Panther uh, a silly type of character? No, 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 no not, not at not, all. Not the one I'm familiar with. I no. think Terry Crews could pull serious. Terry Crews is too big to be Black Panther, in my yeah. opinion. I think so? Oh, God, yeah. Black Panther, he's... Uh, Live. Okay. He, and he's, he's, a, he's Blade. He's a diplomat, too. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. Terry Crews walks in and everyone goes, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> got wallets and cell phones out. And he hasn't said anything. Uh, Sean Levy in talks for Real Steel 2. Uh, you mean Rocky with robots? Exactly. Doesn't, doesn't, need, a re, doesn't need a sequel. Top Gun 2, close to hiring a screenwriter. <sighs> okay. I'm just going through here quick, see if there's any big information. Hey, you're going to beat somebody up soon, aren't you? Uh, yeah, a couple who, weeks. Who are you going to beat up? Actually. Uh, me and CK Savage, we're going to beat the living hell out of each other in Hamilton at the and Ukrainian Cultural Center on Kellensworth in Hamilton. And a referee in there somewhere too, right? Oh, yeah. I'm going to punch a referee in the mouth. Uh, zebra hunt. Yep, zebra hunt. Uh, one thirty bell time. Get your tickets in advance. Save yourself a couple bucks. Find the uh, the GWN Nation page on Facebook that's got all the uh, ticket information. Oh. What? Dave Batista gets set for a major role in Avengers Three. Drax. Yeah, yeah, Drax. Well, Avengers that's that de- gotta have uh, Guardians crossing in. Oh, I saw the coolest picture. I saved it. It is uh, Groot and Rocket. Drawn like Calvin and Hobbes, oh, racing down the hill in a wagon. Oh no, that's cool. Uh, I did see some uh, a headline that you just flew past there. Morgan Freeman in talks with Ted for Ted Two. Oh yep, he is in talks uh, for that. Just put Morgan Freeman in Black Panther. There we go. Would <laughs> be that'd be Gray Panther. He's his dad. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Panther to you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Charlie Hunnam explains why he dropped out of Fifty Shades. It does sound like scheduling. Sure. I was going to finish Suns at like 11 p.m. Friday night, get on the plane Saturday morning to Vancouver for 50, missing the whole first week of rehearsal and start shooting Monday morning. And I was going to shoot that film, wrap on Wednesday, and the following Monday I was going to start shooting Crimson Peak in Toronto. (laughs) Yeah. Big baby. I know. That's what they make cocaine for. Suck it up. Oh, and there's the new image of the Batmobile. Nice. Kind of a cross between the Tumblr and Burton. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, James McAvoy says he may go bald for X-Men Apocalypse. Well, it's got to happen sometime. Yeah. Yep. You you got anything to plug there, Rob? Well, there's this thing coming up in May next year. CKX. What's that? Chatham Kent Expo. What is it? 
It's awesome, dude. Is it? Just pure awesomeness. Just come. Okay. <laughs> I'll be, I'll, all right. I'll get it. Um, we're getting things set up again. Uh, we're going to have cosplaying going on, games, wrestling. Yep. Uh, let me see. Film festival. Yeah. In which Jack Thomas Smith is coming down to maybe maybe screen uh, infliction for maybe. us. Oh no, he's he said he would. If he's shooting in Vancouver, he's not coming to chat. No, he said he would. I have it on tape. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> no, we we're we're pretty confident he'll be here, but uh, barring that complication, yeah. Uh, let me see what else is going. on. I just on. hope he ends up shooting in Michigan because then there's a chance of you know maybe we could go slip in. <laughs> movie Madhouse. <laughs> Did that zombie just say Movie Madhouse? No, no. <laughs> no. That cut uh, Friday night masquerade ball. Yes, the night before they're having a big masquerade ball at the John D. Bradley Center in the main ballroom. Cool. Where balls are supposed to happen. Exactly. Yeah. That's the name. Yep. We thought about having it in the bathroom, but well, no one needs bath. <laughs> For another week at the movie house, this has been Mike and Jason and Rob. Talk to you next week. Bye bye. See ya. It's a